everybody. Welcome to Read This, Read That. I am Jackie Reed. And I am Joanne Reed coming to you from Africa. Girl, that head wrap is everything. I love it. I'm tempted to wear it tonight on the show. Oh, girl, I, let me tell you. People would lose their minds. They'd be like, what the yeah, hell? I mean, I mean, but do you think, you know, I have a girlfriend um, who is in pharmaceutical sales. And I asked her, like, she's having some issues with her hair. And I was saying to her, why don't you wear a head wrap? And she was like, oh, no, I'd never do that. Like, into work. She was yeah. basically. And I was like, why? I cannot believe that there are still black people, black people that have yeah. an issue with head wraps and not just head wraps, braids and braids. And like it's oh, not just, it's not all people. when I had my braids, Jackie Reed, I got more black women saying, oh, you should go back to wearing your hair in that cute shorts, like literally pushing me to take my braids out. And most black people, I know every white person was like, I love your braids. I love your braids. I love your braids. It was more black women, older, older black women yeah. who felt that it was not appropriate for work and were worried that it would, you know, it would like, isol you know, sort of stigmatize me as being like the, the angry black lady or whatever. Like, I mean, their older black women in particular gave me issues. That is such a slave mentality. I mean, I hate to label everybody who thought that that way, but it feels like to me that that is such an old fashioned, old way of thinking and a mindset that is shaped by the oppressor. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It just makes no sense. I mean, I think about Pam Oliver and not that she wanted to wear head wraps or natural hair, um, but the way that she was wearing her hair and this was maybe a couple of years ago and I know you remember this, People gave yeah. her such a hard time such a hard about time. her hairstyle. And they don't realize that when you're doing that publicly, particularly on social media, that can influence that woman's job. Yes, 100%. You know? Oh no, people were obsessed with her hair. It, it was like almost kind of sick. I mean, remember they did it to Blue Ivy. Um, yes. they, they made fun of her because her hair wasn't and long. Black like her people. And black her mom people. has a weave. It's like her mother has a weave. She's not gonna have a long weave like her mother. Like that doesn't make any sense. But they were, ooh, look at her little short hair. She looked like Jay-Z. People like- and she's a child. She's a and baby. She's a child. Who was the gymnast that people did the same? And it was it was black folks. Did it to Simone Biles. Wait, no, Simone it wasn't Biles. Simone. It wasn't what Simone. It was the other girl. Um, I cannot remember her name. It, not Dominique. Uh, oh shoot, I'm her name is right on the tip of my tongue because she was on our show, the TV yeah, show I yeah. do in New in um New York, and we asked her about that specifically because um, it hurt her feelings so much. But they did a little docu series on yeah. her about her life story, about how she had to go live with another family, you know, to train in a certain where place that her mom couldn't train, uh, you know, live yeah. in order to support her gymnastics career. But yeah, she was very hurt by all of that. I, I mean, that you know, black people need to be careful with the way that we criticize each other, particularly publicly. Yeah, you know, this whole you know, trying to become a become famous by saying something, you know, cruel mean. Or mean on social media is just yeah. it's not you know, cool. I have a problem with that. But meanwhile, Miss give us your wine down though, lady, because I need to know what it is. Um mine yeah, is related well, to what we were just talking about, but you go. You go first. Oh, okay. I wanna I'm just looking for this black gymnast, but I'll look it up later. But um so I am scheduled to get the vaccine. I am getting it, uh, we're taping on Friday, I'm getting it on Monday. And when I tell you, I'm, I was excited when I got my appointment, but I'm also nervous. I'm still nervous about it just because of everything that goes into it. 
Um, but I'm going on Monday to get my first shot. I'm getting the Moderna vaccine. But you know what's interesting? I actually, you're, it's so funny when I texted you because I, I found out that I could either get Moderna or J&J. Right. I didn't say this to you, but I reached out because, you know, you're interviewing all these experts and doctors and you're, you just talked about this the other day and you asked this very question that I asked you, but I know, right. you know, you everybody's thinking about it. Um, and that is, which vaccine is the best vaccine to take, right? And I was like, and I love the answer that the doctor on your show yeah. last night, I think she was a doctor, said, yeah. whichever right. one yeah. you can get. Whatever you can get. <laughs> right. But I had an option to get either or. Like it, appointments were right next to each other. And yeah. so yeah. to have that kind of a choice is a luxury. I am blessed to have the choice, but I was not sure. Um, and so I reached out to you and you were like, you're not going to have a choice. You you talked to me just like family. You were like, listen, you're, you're going to take whatever they get you. Whatever they give you. Whatever you can get, you get that. No, listen, and this is coming from Jackie Reed, somebody who I, I'm the, the, the vaccine promoter who cannot get vaccinated. Like, I literally <laughs> think I'm going to be the last person vaccinated in America because I, as much as I'm promoting getting vaccinated, almost <laughs> everyone I know has now been vaccinated. I am literally going to be the last person. My family, are, we are going to be the last vaccinated people in America. Uh, it is so hard to get the vaccine here. It is so hard. In and Maryland, right? In Maryland. It is almost impossible unless you are over 65 or you fall into like two medical categories. I mean, Governor Larry Hogan, you know, he's been flying under the radar. He's not a Trumpy Republican, but he's definitely a Republican. He's put in a system in this state that is even the doctor we had on last night, Dr. Bedelia, she's from here. She's from this state. And she was saying the same thing. This state, if you, you have to be 65 and over, there's two medical conditions you can have or be a frontline worker or a healthcare worker. That's it. Other than what? that, God bless you. You are not getting the vaccine in this state. And every place that's got the vaccines available are all booked solid. So even if you are 65 and up and you qualify in this state, good luck finding the vaccine near you because every place is booked solid. It's so poorly organized. It's no, it's not that much different than Florida. So he flies under the radar because he's not as much of an asshole as Ron DeSantis, but he's also an asshole. But Larry Hogan thinks he's gonna run for president on this record of what he's done in this state? No, Poppy. Mm -mm. I mean, we, we, you know, we, we, all, we live back and forth between New York and Maryland. Yeah. I just texted the family this morning to say, who's up for a road trip? Let's go back to New York <laughs> and stay yeah. in New York for a while because yeah. we have a better shot at getting a vaccine in New York than in this state. Far better. From what I'm hearing, I, listen, I'm hearing that not only Javits, but other places are really opening up to people, even if like, let's say you get in line and you don't meet one of the criteria that they, if you they get have- done it. You get it done. Mm -hmm. If you have surplus, like they are getting it done um, in New York City. And that is, I'm telling you, it's, it's amazing. I mean, people, I don't know if you can necessarily get an appointment, but there are people who are actually getting appointments. But if you, to me, if you, you live basically in two states, I would try New York. Yeah, I would I think, really give New York a try because I think you can probably get it much faster. Well, um, we came down here because, you know, we just felt safer not being in a crowded city with all of us in a yeah. small apartment. And so, you know, we have a very tiny, you know, little apartment up there. And we we're like, you know, we'll we'll be we'll just be safer. And also we'll, we won't kill each other because we'll have more space. Yeah, but, but there's so, a lot of people in that household. It, we have a lot of family. We have, we have a very large family. But the reality is it was better to be here for the lockdown piece of the yeah, of agreed. the pandemic. But when it comes to vaccines, 
you cannot beat New York. I'ma give, you know, listen, Cuomo seemed like he clearly <laughs> got some issues, right? Yeah, but yeah. when it comes to the vaccines, I would say New York is the best state. And New York and Connecticut, Connecticut is pristine. You can get, if you are over 16 in Connecticut, you can get vaccinated today. It Connecticut is number that one. Way. It should be that way everywhere. I feel yeah. like if you have pre-existing conditions or if you're elderly, you should move to the front of the line, right? But there's still, should, we still, we need to be to the point where in every state, that anyone who wants to get it can, can get, get it. it. And what they and this wasn't that complicated because you know we were even talking last night with the doctor. They could have said that first of all, they should have been vaccinated frontline workers. How are we just at the point where it's like and frontline teachers. workers? They should have started first. If you want to open schools, you should have done teachers and store clerks, anybody that works in a in a job where they have to interact with the public and take money from people. Yep. Postal workers, anyone bus who would, drivers, bus drivers, all of them. They should have done all of them first. The fact yep. that we're you know, of all ages, I don't care if you are a 21 year old postal exactly. worker, you should have been vaccinated first. It should have been them and senior citizens because seniors were the most vulnerable to die. So yes, it made sense to roll it out to seniors first. That makes sense. But it should have yep. been seniors first. And at the same time, teachers, bus drivers, store clerks, Amazon workers, they should all be vaccinated already. They should now just be onto us regular people. The fact yes. that it was not done that way to me is, and that's the previous president, because he he's the one who's talking that's about- That's how it started, speed. right. But even I when agree. Biden came in, he should have said, okay, we're gonna make a system and we're gonna get all the teachers and all the bus drivers and all those people first. And then we're gonna move on to everybody else that wants it. Just get it. All these little broken down categories is so dumb. It's dumb. And the thing that slowed it down tremendously with the seniors is the system, right? They're expected to go online and make appointments, seniors. I mean, you know, my mom, she knows what Google is, but you know what I mean? We're, we're kind of like working on texting emojis now. Hello, my godmother. I can't get her on FaceTime. She was like, oh, I'm so excited. Remember me, I got FaceTime, yeah. We can't see you, let me talk to you. I said, yeah, we can't see you, yeah. Okay, we did it one time. It took an hour to get her on the FaceTime. Finally, she gets on the FaceTime and say, Auntie, you're on. Yeah, I'm thinking she's going to start FaceTiming me. She ain't FaceTiming me not one time because she can't, she forgot to turn it on. She don't know how to even turn it on. So now she has never FaceTiming me. Then she left it and forgot to plug it in. So now the thing is dead. I sent her an iPad for her to face, you know, this miracle. Yeah. She's not getting online to get her no vaccine. So now she's she was one of the reluctant people like you. Uh, and now I called her this past Sunday to badger her again about the vaccine, but her doctor had just called her before me and had succeeded in convincing her to get it. Oh, Can I just tell you, this lady lives in the Bronx. They have a system in the Bronx where they will come to her because she and doesn't give her the vaccine well. in her house. What? That's how oh, you need to leave York Maryland. Is. You need to finish this show and come to New York in time to do your broadcast in New York. Can you believe it, Jackie? In New York City, in the boogie down Bronx, they will come to your house if you are a senior citizen and vaccinate your ass. But in this state, good luck to you. You can't get it. Man, no. Okay, so let's wait. Let's do your wind down because we got minutes yes. before our friend Chris with okay. us. So my, my, my wind down is very quick. So I'm having this, I really want to cut all my hair off, Jackie. I mean, you know, it's funny because we talk about like the obsession. I, I know. 
I want to cut it all off. I literally, so, and here we're talking about how like people need to, the way we treat each other as black women as far as hair. Mm -hmm. I have had a pathology about my hair since I was a kid because my mm -hmm. hair is very kinky and it's very wiry and it's very like nappy, you know? So it doesn't yeah. like grow really straight. It doesn't grow really long. It's just, it just is what it is. And right. as a kid, I was in a mostly black school and I got teased relentlessly about my hair, just relentlessly. Mm -hmm. And my mother was like, not a hair person. She sent us to the lady to straighten our hair, the pressing comb lady would press your hair. And then by the time my little tomboy ass finished playing basketball, baseball, rolling on the ground, I don't mess all that press all the way up. So yeah. the whole press didn't even last a week because I was basically a boy. And so, so I just, you know, and so I've had this pathology where it's like, you know, I finally kind of figured my hair out in college where I wore this like sort of Halle Berry shortcut. And so yeah. that was my stock. So I'm like, I don't have to, I'm not even gonna stress out trying to grow my hair long. I'm just gonna wear it like that. Well, so fast forward to today, I'm finally at the point now where for, because maybe I've been braiding it for so many years, my hair is really grown out. Mm. But I don't know what the hell to do with it. It's like, it's grown out, it's, it's hard to wash. It's like it gets tangled when I try to comb it after washing. Oh. It's a pain in the ass. I'd rather just pop a wig on and keep it moving because I don't even want to deal with it. I keep it braided up, as you know. I don't have yeah. the I don't have the energy to do my hair now. Now that I actually have hair to play with, yeah, I don't want to. I literally have realized that all these years of waiting to grow my hair, I don't want it. So it's like I just want to cut it all off and have a short haircut again. So what's keeping you from doing that? I don't know. It's like, well, first of all, one thing is I want to lose enough weight because I, I pulled up these pictures of myself in 20. These must have been from like 2016. I was so cute. Oh, what you're going to say. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because, you know, if, if your body not the right size, your head will look big. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. I was like, I want to lose a little more weight. If I, if I need to be a little skinnier so I have cheek. You know, you want to have bone here. Yes. You have your, your bones, you know. Same. Yep. So. It's like, I feel like the more where, if your body is where you want it to be, if you have short hair, cause you, to have, to me to cut all your hair off, to have really short hair, you have to have confidence. Yes. Period. You have to be able to look in the mirror and be like, yes, I love yes. this. You yes. have to have self-confidence in order to wear it. So if you're kind of, whatever your body size, if you're confident with where your body is, you will love your hair. That's right. If you cut it really short, I believe yeah. that. That's so right. yeah. I hear you on that. I hear you on that. But see, what I'm loving right now, like you, you know, we have the same wig wig designer. Yeah. Is I love just that my hair is twisted up, you know, in plaits under my, you know, wig as well. Yeah. But it's growing because I'm yes. I'm leaving it alone. You know Correct. what I mean? So it, it almost feels like it's a waste because right, because we're we both doing the same thing, yet like you said, with the same wigs are and everything, my hair has grown. This is the long my my hair is like, you know, it's it, I could actually if I were to get it, you know, if I were to go to the Dominicans and get it straightened out, you know, I could I could wear my hair long. But it's like now I'm like, I've done all of this work to grow my hair out. It's healthier than it's ever been because there's been no relaxer in it for like two years. Yeah. But now I'm just like, eh. <laughs> now I just don't want right. that. Right. Do you want to go back to, because I'm done with the relaxers. I'm nope, done with that. the yep. Yep. I'm all about my hair being its healthiest, right? So I don't want to go back there. But the thing that a lot of people don't talk enough about to me when it comes to natural hair is what you brought up. The process of maintaining it when you wash it. How tangled it gets. Combing Ooh. it out. How much hair I lose yes. when I'm just tangle is stressful it's stressful. you see all that hair once yes. i think blow drying it or steaming it i'm like there's all this hair on the floor it's like is my hair all falling out like 
you I lose so much hair just maintaining it because you know you're not because our hair is braided when you take it out and comb it out all the dead hair comes yes. out so it looks like you're you're going bald so right. it's like the the stress of washing my hair I have to gear up for it Girl. a full day to think it through before I can wash my hair to just think yeah. about all that I and then for a while I was doing the twist you know wash it condition each piece and twist it so that I could wear this hairstyle that we both wear just with my hair and I was doing it myself yeah. you know how much work that was that's why I went ahead and went with the wig is that I can do the same style without me having to do it it takes hours hours, hours. It takes way too long. You know what I was just thinking when you were just talking about just how you have to gear up mentally to do your hair. Same with me. I feel like D Nice uh, should do a Saturday or Sunday like hair wash session where it starts where like we're online and there's music and everybody has like the same like we have a, a wash day period. Yeah. Maybe we all start at like two in the afternoon and we're dancing and we're just connecting to the music. He's playing I Am Not My Hair. I whip my hair back and forth like all yeah. those hair songs and then we all go at the same time and we go and we wash our hair at the same I time. Love I yeah. love this idea. See that like a hair party. We I need, need a, a hair party. party, but maybe we, we should just do that. We need to get a DJ. We do. That will DJ it, and we'll just get all the girls who are, you know, fed up trying to do our natural hair, and just go ahead and do a natural hair party and just wash our hair together. Because you're right, because doing it, it is so stressful. Just thinking about that, I got, oh. and I need to do it this weekend. So you know, I'm already trying to get myself mentally too. prepared. Yeah, and I just I, the shower becomes the loneliest place. Girl. It just becomes like you're in a cave in the middle of the of the of the forest. Yes, and I and I would just go to you know Miss Coco, who's you know who by the way was featured. I don't know if you saw her featured. Chris Hayes did a whole special on the no. pandemic, and Coco, who was my DC hairstylist, um, was on there. She does natural hair. She wears her hair in natural twists, and so I could just you know back in the day I would just go to her shop and let her do it, it and just do it. And now I can't do that, so it's like. I'm stuck. I gotta face the shower, and it's, it's you're right. It's the loneliest place on earth because you're like I'm about to go in, and I don't know when I'm coming out. Because you gotta steam it, you gotta sit in condition, oh, you gotta sit there with it for 20 the, minutes and let the detangle. The detangle. Because you know, like my hair, I learned the hard way when I braided it up. When I took it, I took it loose without combing out the individuals, and that knotted up on me. It would knot up. I got, so I gotta take it loose, yeah. you know, put a conditioner and yeah. water on it just to comb it out before Girl. I wash it. Before, when I tell you just combing, when I unbraid my hair, just because I'm like, I should mm. comb it out so that it won't detangle, so that it won't be tangled like you, I'm trying to, so right. it won't tangle in the shower. Baby, that's an hour. Girl. Each piece I gotta be put, I'm put, because my life is very, my hair is Africa. My hair is from the old country. Mm. My, my hair. <laughs> Whereas Mr. Jason, I used to, when he used to wear dreads, I used to dreads his hair and I used to also cornrow his hair back in the day. Mm -hmm. Girl, he got halfway to white people hair. His hair easy to comb. His hair easy to, his hair is 30% to the white men. And I'm like, how is it your ass that's a man that doesn't need hair? The hair don't matter. You, now he bald, now he done shaved it all off. You don't oh even need God. your hair. And your hair is easy, easy, <laughs> easy to deal with. Isn't Why? that annoying? Yes. Annoying. Oh, what? don't get me started. 
Don't get me started. Oh my God, that is hilarious. Oh my God. And well, he don't even need it. Doesn't need it and don't want it. Don't so want I'm, it. Don't want it, don't need it. It's not necessary for him, for his life at all. I feel like we're onto something. I feel like we need to do a hair party. I feel like we need to get yeah. us a DJ yeah. and do a hair party. It has to happen. And and you know what? If if D Nice were to do it na all the way like nationally, you know how popular that would be? Because you Girl. know we, uh, you know, black women all over America are experiencing it all over the world. The same thing. The same, especially thing. in the pandemic. So true. So in the, true. We do, it's, you got pandemic hair, and girl, thank God for wigs. Ooh, praise Jesus! For praise. Me. I never thought praise. I would be proud and excited about wearing a wig. I never thought I would get here. Never thought I would ever wear a wig, period. I never wanted to wear wigs. My God, my brother was like, put a wig, a wig. I was like, I'm not wearing wigs, Nancy. You're the wig. I felt the same like, way. I'm not wearing like, a wig. Never wanted to wear a wig. I was worried Girl. it would blow off. I was worried it would shift on TV or blow off. Oh. Now it's my life. I have a whole set of heads and they have, and you know, we name them now. Cause I'm, <laughs> I'm so happy that they're here, that they can Girl. be here for me. Girl, listen, I listen, I I don't care if it blows off as long as I don't lose it. <laughs> as as I don't lose as long as I don't lose it, because that's money. As long as I, I can chase it down. Check, come back I'm here. <laughs> Sasha, <laughs> Sasha, get your ass back over here. You know you better get back over here. Get back on my ass. Where you going, girl? <laughs> Where you think you're going? You ain't going nowhere. Get back over here. Like you grab you tell somebody to grab them like you tell them to grab your child <laughs> if your child is running away. Get, oh. get, get him. Get her. Can you get her, please? Get you get that right there. That one right there with the little curly, little curly ass. Get her back over here right now. <laughs> get back, back over back on my head. Like Kirk Franklin. Treat her like Kirk Franklin. Get your ass. Oh my God. That's a whole other thing. We're gonna talk about that another time because now our friend, I think Chris Witherspoon is standing by, if I'm not mistaken. Hey boo. Oh Christopher. Oh, we all we all have different uh, top uh, different toppers. Listen, different I got toppers. I'm giving you J-Lo, Catch the Six, in the Bronx. Yes. Uh, York Yankees. I love it. Have you gotten the Vax yet, Chris? Have you gotten the, have you gotten the, the Fauci? Yes, I got the Vax. I got the Vax. I was telling, uh, no, but I was, Chris, I was telling Jackie that I'm going to be the, I'm the biggest vaccine pusher among yes. all my friends, and I'm going to be the last person vaccinated in America, because I no, cannot get it. Oh, you, you didn't get it yet, Joy? No. I would have publicized it. No, it, I cannot get it. We have... I, literally the state where I'm, you know, we live back and forth between Maryland and yeah. New York. New York is so easy to get vaccinated. Maryland is probably the hardest state to get vaccinated in, in America. It is almost impossible in this state. Unless well, you, I'll tell you I did get, I did get mine through being a black gay man. Like I got mine through Columbia, the hospital here who wanted to vaccinate the black gay community um, because we're at risk. Even though I'm not HIV positive, uh, I have brothers and sisters who are, but at the end of the day, the behavior sometimes still continues. Um, and so I'm really happy that there are a lot of institutions here in New York City that are going through ex extreme measures to vaccinate the at-risk communities. I live in Washington Heights, which is like, yeah. there are a lot of people. I went to the hardware store yesterday. I was talking to this guy I know. I was in the gym Saturday. They're not getting vaccinated. These brothers out here in, in my little neighborhood. Do they not want to or they're not able to? They're not, they don't want to. This, two of them, one is an NYPD officer who's like 29. Um, his mom and dad are from DR, but he was born and raised here. Very much English speaking. He's like, Chris, I don't believe in that stuff. Like no no shade to you getting it, but I don't trust the government. I don't think it's fair the government's telling me that I have to have something to fly or to gather in certain spaces. And it's, it's, it's I was like, okay, um, I hear what you're saying, but 
for us to go back to somewhat of normal, we have to have herd immunity and we have yeah. to all, you know. Gotta get back. And by the way, here's the thing. So, I, you know, my, my cousin works at um, at Harlem. One of my cousins works at Harlem Hospital. He's a, a, a surgeon there. And they're having that issue even with staff members. They, they were struggling to get to 50% of staff. And this is mostly black staff yep. who are reluctant to get it. And in the community in Harlem, it's way under vaccinated, not because it's not available, but because people don't want it. So they're really pushing. Reverend Sharpton went and he got vaccinated with like 10 people and brought yeah. them in. So they're really pushing to get people to do it. But here's what's going to wind up happening. People are going to say they're not going to get it, but you will not be able to get on a plane. You will not be able to go into certain uh, establishments. Ooh, you how are they going to know? Are they going to are so they going to require you to say to show a car? Because at 30 yes. Rock, our job at our job, you know, they've been talking about when we're coming back. And it was told to us by our manager that they are not requiring people coming in and out of the building, employees included, to be vaccinated. Well, there, it, it is interesting because there's a thing that's being developed in New York is a test case for it. it's called a vaccine visa. Okay. That is going to be a piece of a document that you can show that proves you are vaccinated. You're, it's going to get to the point where maybe private businesses won't require it, but watch airplanes require it. Watch yeah. foreign countries require it because Europe is in hell again, right? They've already wow. shut down Paris. Shut uh, London is going back to shutting down. Italy is going back to Italy shutting down. Well. They will not let you get off the plane without that vaccine visa. It, that's coming. So good luck. Say you're not going to do it. No, I'm and, the number, and the numbers in the United States, we know this, are about to go back up. They're, going, they're, they're already going up. And you guys, I have with one, of my, no, yeah. one of my really good friends, he has a business in, in, in Italy. One of my, He's one of our early investors in pop viewers, Seth Snyder, and his company, Your Private Italy, it was a luxury, it still is a luxury getaway. Um, they give you the most lavish homes on, uh, lavish homes on the Amalfi Coast. A year ago, in like January, he was like, Chris, it is so bad here. And us in America, we, we don't recognize what happens there. Two months, three months will be us. They're right ahead of us. They're just so we are two weeks behind Italy because I yeah. remember on when we were doing AM Joy, we uh, interviewed this uh, this black woman who's got this Italian boyfriend. That I remember that Joy. Remember I that? remember that. That was and such good. In I remember that two weeks before it hit us like a like, and she said, "You guys are two weeks away." And her people were in South Carolina. And she was shutting. She was shutting, looking out the balcony. Looking you know, at the balcony. I remember. Yeah. Wow. But let me ask, let me ask you guys this because we I've been talking about this with um, my coworkers um, at the TV show, and I wonder how you all. It was funny to me, Joanne, that you just asked Chris, and I know you know we're all friends, but has he been vaccinated yet? And we're in a you know we're doing a podcast, so people there's an audience here, but we were having this discussion about whether or not it is rude to ask someone whether or not they've been vaccinated. And here, let me tell you, it, it, it kind of sparked by not just LeBron James and his refusal to, to say whether or not he's getting vaccinated, but which is his right. But this one of my coworkers is planning a wedding and I think it's for the summer. And so she's sending out invitations and she said she wanted to put on the invitation, let me know whether or not you've been vaccinated and said that people around her were like, you can't do that. That's yes, rude. you can't. Oh, come yes. on. First of, all, right. first of all, first of all, first of all, you just me to think that that's crazy. That's crazy. Right? You should be able to ask. Yes, you should be able to ask. And first of all, uh, if I'm inviting people to my home, yep. I'm going to ask if they've been vaccinated. And if you have not been stuck with the Fauci, you ain't coming in the <laughs> household. 
I'm just going to tell you right now that you don't have to be pro-vaccine, but you, if you want to be pro in my house. Amen. But even, even at work, think about at work. Think about people in your space at work. Don't I, I feel like it is a question that is, it, it's not like you're asking somebody whether or not they have a sexually transmitted disease, exactly. right? I'm not having sex with you, but your airflow can can get me you sick. Kill me. This is, this is, we are living and we have lived, but we're living through a plague. My yes. good friend Michael Arsenal mm -hmm. on Twitter, he always, every talks, everything he says, is like the plague. It's like you know. Oh, it's so interesting. You know, being on Zoom in a plague. Like we yeah. we are in the plague, and it's like if you go back a hundred years or whenever we had our last plague in this world, you had to prove that you had papers to move into certain buildings, that you had vaccines, that you did not have the plague, you did not have the the Spanish flu or whatever. And I think the only way to get through this is for us to look at this as a deadly plague. Plague this is and the, the people of our time. Yeah, and but you have people, unfortunately, and they're mostly you know we've. A lot of people who supported the previous president mm -hmm. fall into this category. They not only decide they don't believe that the plague is real, but that mm -hmm. they also take offense to doing the minimum things. You have to wear a shirt to go into Walmart, but they're like one additional little shirt on your face is somehow disturbing your freedom. But you can't <laughs> get buck naked and walk in butt naked behind into Walmart. If you don't have clothing on, you will be expelled. Mm -hmm. But yeah, but see, they, politicize, they politicize not only, you know, protections like a, a mask against the, the uh, virus, but also getting a vaccine. Yes, you know what yes. I mean? They politicized it. So I think that, uh, you know, the people that are like, oh, it's rude to ask. They feel like I don't want to dust up anything among my friends and family who are Trump supporters. Too bad. Yeah, who, Too bad. who are going to be offended, who aren't be offended. necessarily overall anti-vaxxers, they are just anti-coronavirus vaccine. You know, uh, and, and I know we have to move into our entertainment segment, but uh, there, there's a thing that West Indians would say to that, me not care. Me not care. <laughs> me not care about that. Yeah. I'm going to ask you if you've been vaccinated, and if you don't Girl, like it, then you don't got to talk to me no more. Get the, I don't get the, the privacy of it. I really don't. I don't get the. I don't get why people are ashamed to say whether or not. I mean, listen. You have the. I'm, I don't have a problem asking. If you don't want to answer you know, the question, I don't get what's behind that. Mm -hmm. I, I really don't. And I thought you know, one thing. I look at my son who's nine, and for him, this is all normal now. Like for him wearing a mask, going to class wearing a mask, a kid not wearing a mask, they will call each other out. He told me about this kid who like went throughout the building and didn't have his mask on and the kids went like went off on him. Like I feel like the young kids get it. These they get it. Who They're adaptable. Through, who have lived through hell and back yes. in the past year. They get yeah. it. They're, he's even like asking his aunties, did you get the vaccine yet? Cause you're eligible on the yeah. rest of all the eligibility requirements. He's like, you're 62, you can get it now, just so you yeah. know. Yeah. He's like, yeah. He's not playing games. He wants to be safe. These well, children get it. Because the thing is, is it's, it's not to be safe. And right, and this is this is almost like, like people need to think about this. This is like the measles that used to be extremely deadly yeah. in America. Okay. And you know, the the idea that you wouldn't get vaccinated for the measles, we would think somebody is crazy for saying they don't mm. want to get measles vaccine. This is the same thing. This is deadlier than the measles. It's deadlier than the measles and it's more transmissible than the measles. So the reality yeah. is, is it's not the flu. This is a this is a lung disease that will not only potentially kill you, but even if it doesn't kill you, can can ruin your breathing capacity for the rest of your life. 
and your heart and and your heart also impact your heart it's like a gamble as to not only whether or not it will affect you beyond your recovering from it if it doesn't kill you but it's it's a gamble of how badly it's going you may not have symptoms Uh but then you may have inflammation of your heart it's just who knows what this virus is going to do to you that's Scariest part of it more than anything else. That's right, why I want my vax. I'm coming up to New York. I'm, I'm moving back to New York. New York. Just to get my vax. Come on and get it. Well, let's 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 transition and talk about the 2021 Oscar nominations. That's actually why we invited Chris here, but we love him so much we can talk to him about anything. Um, but Mr. Pop viewers, app that everybody needs to download and, yeah. and participate in. Uh, tell us your surprises and who you thought was snubbed with well, the know, first off i don't know if y'all had the tea around the oscar award ceremony itself this is some fresh hot pipe brew tea Ooh, for y'all. Come, come, come. So, yeah. okay it's gonna be it's gonna be on april 28th we already know that we don't know who the host is yet but there are new requirements for the oscars so as you all have watched the grammys the emmy awards this past year the golden globes you noticed that it was like a hybrid of a host and studio then folks getting awards outside I mean at their homes everybody's zooming in or you can zoom in and there will be some out someone outside with a hazmat suit giving you uh, your award the oscars put out this note this is some breaking news that they said for those unable to attend because of scheduling or continued uneasiness about traveling, we want to let you know there will be no, that there will not be an option to zoom in for the show. We're going to great list to provide a safe and enjoyable evening for all of you in person, as well as for all the millions of film friends around the world. And we feel the virtual thing will diminish those efforts. And they're what? all yes. So if you're nominated and you don't show up, ain't gonna be no zooming in for your <laughs> for your reward. And let me give you more tea. They also said casual dress is discouraged. Um, the producers are offered uh, offer tips on dress code saying the uh, usual formal look is fine, but please don't go casual. So they don't want to see Jason Sudeikis showing up in no hoodie. They want you to show up and like get your glam school out to come through. But yeah, they're going to have they're going to have people on the before you even get in the building, do a COVID test up your nose that that rapid one. So before you walk in to the building, it's going to be at the the union, some kind of union union station, union station. So it'll be part of the main people that are nominated will be at Union Station, but there will also be a host at the Dolby Theater. But if you don't show up, if you don't show up- uh, They gonna mail it to you. Andra Day, Daniel Kaluuya, Leslie Odom Jr., all of our wow. black folks, you have to go put your life at risk. So they basically saying up. you have to risk your life to get this to get this award. Yes, and it's and it's well, only to me, it a month sounds, away. That's crazy. It sounds like a it sounds like a little MacGyvered uh, show anyway. The way that they're putting it all together, the host is over here, this person is here. You know, half the who knows who's going to show up since they're rolling it out this way, and who's not going to show up. I know if it were me, I wouldn't risk my life to show up and put my hands. My, my life in the hands of, of the academy, this particular academy. You know, and it's and it's sad because I look at people, especially the, the young black actors who are first time nominees for Oscars. This is a really, really big night for you. And you wanna be on TV in front of the world. This is the highest rated, I mean, ratings are sliding down, but the Oscars are the highest rated award show normally across the world. So if you're right. Jay, if you're Lakeith Stanfield, if you're Daniel Kaluuya and you wanna be able to be, you know, be, featured and you yeah. know, have a moment captured where they flash the camera to you and your family or your loved one. You're gonna why, are you doing, why are you're they doing? 
Why are they doing this? Well, let me go back to my little tea, my little tea expert. They said, this is the, a note from the producers to all the nominees that Deadline Hollywood got and published. They said, we feel the virtual thing will diminish these efforts. So the wow. Academy feels like we've watched the Grammys, we've seen the Golden Globes. We don't want to be that. We want people coming here, not in casual attire, you know, get wow. you a stylist, get your glam squad, put on a gown, get your hair so done. So expose yourself to more risk. To death. Yeah. Well, here's the question I too, I also have, is there gonna be a proper red carpet? Because that's people standing around yelling, which emotes, you know, which actually gives out droplets. It's a whole crowd of photographers snapping and it's people doing interviews down the rope. Like to me, the, 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 the red carpet and the, rope line or the the you know the press line is actually probably the most dangerous part listen so they haven't said that yet i do think if they're going to go to if they're going to have folks showing up in gowns and dresses they probably will have like at least a pool photographer or a pool video camera there that everyone mm -hmm. can service can surface and they'll probably have like some abc talent like a michael strahan or a robin roberts that does air on abc be the maybe the one person that the folks can talk to but they said listen we are treating the event as an active movie set so you know movies are being filmed right now in hollywood so these folks think that they know how to do this now with right. special with specially designed testing cadences to ensure up to the minute results including an on-site covid safety team with pcr testing capability wow but Let's here's see, the thing i have to tell you oh, pcr ahead, ahead. testing pcr testing is less accurate than the test that takes 24 to 48 hours by the way <clears throat> that's why when we go into 30 rock we have to do both i'm i have had to go in to the floor where we do a quick piece, you know, the, the real test that takes 24 to 48 hours and then go upstairs and get the rapid test. We have to do both because honestly, the PCR test is not as accurate. So you could literally test negative for COVID with that PCR test and actually still have COVID. So how are they gonna account for that? Here's the thing that's happening on movie sets and television sets, and, and Chris, you you know more about this than I do, but from interviews that I've done with, with celebrities that are back to work, right? There is this system of trust, right? Everybody is, it's it's an honor system of not only am I showing up for work, but here they're, they're all on sets, isolated from family and from normal activity while they're working on movies. They're it's not just double. coming they're the calling bubble. it a bubble. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, exactly that. It's like what the NBA did, right? Well, and it's, it's sort of a bubble because I know some hair and makeup people who I was, one of them was just texting me the other day that she has not gotten her vax yet and is like, did, was asking me, did I know whether was there going to be more openings in terms of getting younger people who are working in professions like hair and makeup? Because is she working she on set? Set every day and on sets, yeah. on movie sets, on TV sets and saying people are sweating all over her. She's getting people sweat all over her and wow. she's not vaccinated and has to be tested like three times a week. But I, don't know. I think it's irresponsible of the Academy to make this decision considering that the numbers are about to go up and we've got all these mm -hmm. mystery and, 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 and the fact that people about, are not vaccinated. If you had about how LA, LA has been hell in a handbasket the Hello. past year. Okay. I mean, are you kidding me? Like just because oh the numbers just not down, y'all gonna say you're gonna mandate folks need to show up? And LA, and as you said, California is one of the states with the highest COVID, uh, uh, you know, the highest COVID rates in the country. And you're gonna tell me that you think LA safe? I wouldn't fly to LA right now. My sister's in LA. I, I'm terrified for her every day. And again, 
younger people who do hair and makeup are not vaccinated. So yeah, you're yeah. saying to me that if you had 80% of Americans vaccinated, I'd be like, go for it. But you don't. We have maybe no, we're near. And it won't be that time. It, it won't be that in time for this this no. award nope. show. No. And speaking no. to the whole point, Joy, of the hair and makeup team, when you're nominated for an Oscar, you have about 17 people in your in your hotel room at the yes. at the Four Seasons Beverly Hills. Hello. Doing, I mean, Joy, you went to the end Manicures. of manicures. You need someone pulling your waist, snatching you till you can't breathe anymore. You got someone pulling your Were you there your when I had to have that done? I don't know if you were in the room. When I would be. No, I remember. Oh, no. <laughs> I had two people when I, and this was just to do Global Citizen. Literally, yes. poor Hank, you guys know my little, my, my little Hank had one side and Donovan had the other side. Yes. My second Spanx on my, my, the one that was like, it has a claw. <laughs> you know, I mean, you need like two people to do that. You need somebody to be pulling on your, you know, nothing, bottom, you can't even bend. So you got to pull on whatever's going on here. You have hair, makeup, you might have a stylist. You might yes. have 10 people around well, this you. Is, this, this is the year where people really have to say to themselves what's most important. Just like, you know, young people out uh, around the world over the past year have missed out on graduation prom, yeah. certain milestones in their lives. People have missed out on, they had to cancel weddings and so many things. I get, it is a huge but honor. Jackie, if you're not, I don't care. I don't think that in, in the scheme of things, I get it, but it's not more important than someone's wedding, right? It's not and fair people, though. It, it's, no, it's not fair. It's not fair to the hundreds of kids who couldn't walk in their graduation. That's, That's a true. big milestone in somebody's life. But yeah, a no. lot of kids haven't even been able to go to campus for their first year in college. I mean, yeah. we've all made sacrifices. And what, I'm, what I was gonna say was, if you are that celebrity, sure, you can say, well, the Academy is crazy, but I'm gonna show up because I'm not gonna miss my moment. And I'm gonna get my glam team together and we're gonna all just risk it because I'm not gonna miss my moment. Or or you can say, you know what? It's great to be nominated. I hope I win, but I'm gonna stay home. And they can deliver it to me, which would be the smarter decision, not just for you, but the people that you have to bring together, if you're a Daniel Kaluuya, the people that you have to bring together to get you ready. If you're Viola well, Davis, I mean, Jesus be offensive on Annalise Keating because we need her. Yes, amen. Is the amen. most hated black woman in the history oh of- Oh my God, history. Regina oh. King. So, and here's the thing. If, if, Regina if, wasn't nominated. Was nominated. What? But to your point though, Joy, what the Academy yeah. has been doing and what they're gonna continue to do because we are the ones that make these shows rate. They invite Regina, they invite- Yes. Ava. They invite yes. Oprah to present. They yes. call. They let Beyonce the sing. They yes. let Beyonce. Yes. All the black big names. What if they, they all said no though? Like what if they all said no? What it? What would happen if all of these big black uh -huh. names were like, "We ain't coming"? Then what? Uh -huh. Well, that's well, Chris. Chris, speak on this because that's what's about to happen next year at the Golden Globes because a lot of publicists of major black talent have come together and they put the Golden Globes on notice and they said our stars will not come next year. I don't care if they're nominated or whatever. If you all don't diversify that, you know, board of directors or Chris, you talk so great about, you know, whoever. The 90 Yugoslavians, the 90. Yeah, yeah. They were like, from... we're not coming. And that pushed NBC to, make to say something finally. this week about finally NBC. Hello, welcome yeah. to the Golden Globes. Sure. Finally pushed NBC to say, oh, okay. If the the Golden Globes, we're we're talking about this. Not saying they're going to pull out from airing it, which they have done for years, but saying, oh, this is an issue. We need to talk about it. And because of black publicists or publicists for black artists, 
that yeah. said, you know what? Our people are not coming next year. Yeah. They're not yeah. going to come if you all don't get it together. This is what needs to happen with these Oscars when it comes to the virus. Nobody needs to show up. I knew they that. need I to knew. say. When I had this tea, I was like, I know Miss Jackie gonna go off about this. She <laughs> uh, about the virus, okay? She gonna no, go. I'm not, we don't play. We don't play with okay. this virus. No, and and they they don't need to play with our lives because yeah, there might be people who might be impressionable enough to say, or like Joanne said, it's a big moment, and they may feel I like, well, I don't want to miss it. it. The optics of this, the optics of seeing Andrew Day and Viola Davis and Carrie Mulligan and, and Olivia Coleman in gowns, you know, out and about, that's telling the rest of the world, okay, we open again. You know, the Oscar It's good, everything's fine. Nobody's right. and people around the world are watching this in countries right. that probably need to see us practicing right. still that's the right. same measures of people zooming in. That's right. Gown at home, but yeah. zoom in like the, like the Golden Globes. But no. And, and Chris, here's the other thing that. too is are they, are they, is it masks? Required or mass optional? Oh, absolutely. The they're, gonna, they're gonna require masks, just as they did for the um, the, the weeks and award show we had just now, the Grammys. The Grammys. They, they had everybody. The new thing now is you having couture gowns and couture masks. With a mask. Mask your yeah. gown. You know, all all the uh, Taylor Swift had that beautiful flowery. Yeah. You have Valentino now rushing to make these women gowns and and masks masks to match. But it's still we still now know those masks don't protect you enough. Yeah. At the end of the day, you're still going to be having to eat something and probably drink something. That's a the Academy Awards is a long, it's, long. it's a long day. Yeah, and, and you're going to be exhausted, and that's going to weaken your immune system right there. Yeah, well, let's, let's transition from this. Thank you for that tea. Okay. But before yep. you know, we have to go. We want to talk to you about actual nominations that came out this week. They came out on Monday. Um, there were some incredible snubs to me, including Spike Lee and The Five Bloods. No Spike Lee? What? No Spike Lee. No, no The Five Bloods at all. None of uh, them? Not even, not even the actors? Delroy no. Lindo, no. No Delroy Lindo? Not one. Not even Chadwick Bowman. What? No, no Chadwick Boseman? Nope. No, no, no Chadwick. Ma Rainey's Black Bottom? Chadwick got nominated for Ma Rainey's for Black Ma Rainey. Bottom. But a lot of experts, so believe it or not, a lot of experts were, were, were predicting this year to be the biggest nomination in year ever for black actors. Chadwick right. was supposed to get nominated for The Five Bloods and Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Um, even Zendaya, there was talks of, of Zendaya getting a nomination for Best Actress. Delroy Lindo also, who was snubbed, who was phenomenal, who has never really phenomenal. been given the kind of credit that he needs as an actor. Yeah. Lee and Regina should have both been nominated for- Regina uh, wasn't? I'm shocked. No. Neither so was Five Nights in Miami for Best Picture. Nope, it was not. What? Also interesting. Or One Night in Miami, I'm sorry. One Night in Miami. Five Nights night. sounds more fun, child. You can get a lot of does. But, no, not uh, right now. It doesn't. Florida's hell. Don't even talk no, about Florida. Don't, don't go outside in Florida, y'all. Don't, don't do go it. outside. Don't no, breathe. Hold no, your but breath. We, did, we did have six nominations of Black people, and that is the second, it's, it's the second year we've had that many. It happened in 2018. We had six nominations, and this is another year. We could we could have beat it if the Academy acted right. So who are they? Um, who are they? Okay, so we got Daniel Kaluuya for uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. He's Let brilliant. me also say this film is making history because it's the first time that an all-black producing team has been nominated for Best Picture. So Judas and Black Messiah was one of the only black films nominated for a Best Picture. But Shaka King, Ryan Coogler, and Charles D. King, producer extraordinaire from Macro, they are the first black producing team ever 
to be nominated, you know, for best pitcher. So that's huge. That's Leslie exactly. Odom Jr. Uh, read out, read, uh, sorry, read this, read that. No, no, he's the readout. Readout saying <laughs> he was on your show yes. um, from One Night in Miami. Lakeith Stanfield also for Judas and Black Messiah, which is Excellent. huge. Um, Chadwick Boseman from Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Uh, Andrea Day, which is his, just so phenomenal because Deserved. she's Golden Globe and she really is the oh, one to look at right now. So yeah. she'll probably have to go to the award show for that yeah. very reason. And Viola Davis from Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Deserved. And this is only the second year, you guys, in the history of the Academy where we've had two, blo two Black women nominated for the Best Actor category. It wow. happened once before 1973 for Miss Cicely Tyson and Diana Ross. They were both nominated together for Ladies yeah. of the Blues and wow. Sounder. And also another little Black history moment. This is the first time that we're having Black women nominated for makeup. That category is so important wow. because it opened doors for, it opens doors for you as an artist. Yes. Mia, Neil, and Jamika Wilson. How you doing? Y'all got nominated for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom and it's awesome. Black women ever, ever. Awesome. But well, let me ask you this. For makeup and hairstyling. So you're I telling that. me that Ma Rainey's Black Bottom did not get nominated for Best Picture? Nope. Nope. No. Nope. What? Yeah. Nope. And that's only, awesome. only, yeah. Um, uh, only um, what is it? The um, movie with Daniel Kaluuya? Yeah, only the Black Judas Messiah. and the Black Messiah, which was phenomenal. I loved it. Yeah, which was But yeah. the weird thing about that, Chris, and I'm so glad you're here because I wanted to ask you about that. The fact that Lakeith Stanfield um, and Daniel Kaluuya were both nominated for Supporting Actor when there was this thought that Lakeith would at least be for Best Wait, Actor. How are they both are they supporting? Both best Supporting. Yeah, like but nobody they, who's supporting. Wait, who's the main actor? Yeah, but that's the way that's the way the production company or whoever yeah. presented them. But a lot of people were saying, I mean, to me, Lakeith spent more time on on it was really kind of like his story uh, right. as this person. Um, and to me, he definitely should have been best actor. Right. And also if if both of them are supporting and they're the two main characters, in the minds of the producers, who is the main actor in the film? To me, they could have both been been best actor. Right, but I'm no. saying, is there an actor in the film? Because how are they both supporting? That doesn't even make sense. Come on, come on. That's an actual good fact. There should, I don't know, the studio at the end of the day, and that is Warner Brothers. From what I've always been told, the studio is who puts people up for different consideration. In, yeah. And they're the ones that decide. And oftentimes, they decide for the Oscars whether it's going to be best actress or best actor, best uh, supporting actor or actress, based <laughs> on odds of them winning that category. Yes. Um, not sure they did that with Viola a while back, Chris. What yep. was the movie where was she did supporting? No, it was the one where she was a nun. It was a it was a movie. Oh, um, well, that was doubt. Doubt. No, it was it was after that. I think it was Fences. I, I think, think he's fences right. I think it was Fences. Yeah. Okay. It was it was recent where people were like, "How is she not being nominated for Best uh, Actress?" By the way, they did yeah. the same thing. They they treated the same. Uh, what's it called? Uh, um, um, Samuel L. Jackson. What it was his story in what's the film with um uh the 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 film by oh my god the film where he was a, a murderer where he was a, a he was a paid kill hitman kill? No. not kill bill the, oh, the, the one with, with john travolta with john travolta oh right. pulp fiction pulp fiction, pulp fiction. Pulp fiction. so yeah. in that film it's actually sam jackson is the main story it's the story is about sam jackson mm -hmm. but he was considered the supporting actor and they made john travolta. john travolta the lead actor when they reversed them well, let me ask y'all, I'm curious, among the Best Picture nominees, is there anything that you truly, it really rocks you, you really love it? I'll name them. Okay, who's the Father, name? Judas who? and Black Messiah, 
uh, the father, you said who? <laughs> the father with Olivia Coleman and Anthony Hopkins. She's watching her older father kind of suffer with dementia and and uh, pass on. Uh, Judas and Black Messiah, Mank, Minari, Nomad, uh, Nomadland, Promising Ooh. Young Woman, <laughs> Sound of Metal, or The Trial of the Chicago Seven. Is there anything? Oh, Trial of Chicago Seven was good. Trial of Chicago. Okay. That's the only other one I've heard of. Trial of Chicago. I, Seven. Listen, I've heard that all are good. I mean, it's not like we're talking an Emily in Paris situation. That TV yeah. show that she had never been nominated. At the, I think they're all good movies. Yeah, I have yeah. not seen um, any of the other ones except for Trial of the Chicago Seven, which was excellent. Fabulous. Um, and I've seen. Uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, which excellent. I haven't seen the other ones, but I hear they're good. But to me, One Night in Miami, uh, The yeah, Five I, Bloods, I'm sorry. I mean, you know, guys, as I read that list and I heard you, Joy, who's a media personality, Jackie, who's a media personality, there's so much on that list that you haven't seen. And that's problematic. Yeah. This is yeah. the latest, this is the latest Oscars in the history of the Oscars. April 28th, they will air. This is the yeah. latest nominations we've had. We normally have these nominations a month and a half ago. So there's something off, I think, with the films that are being nominated. I really yeah. think we should reconsider what is an Oscar-worthy movie. Yes. It's gotten to be, ratings are down. They're not what they used to be. And I love all the folks that are nominated, especially black ones, but, I also think, and that brings me back to pop viewers, I really think we're missing where the viewers are actually watching content. That's right. Because yeah. watching this and you're in the media, that's a problem. That's I've never heard of, not not watch them, I've never heard of the films <laughs> that you said other than Child of Chicago 7, which again, did did what's his name get nominated? The uh, comedic actor who does Borat. Sasha yeah, Baron Cohen. Sasha Baron Cohen, he was good. He was nominated, he deserves it. he was nominated. good. Very but good. But it feels like these movies are, they're, they're inside baseball. Like, it's I feel inside like baseball. Movies, it's Hollywood, it's a bunch of Hollywood people yeah. voting for films and, and content that speaks to their right. very insular mindset around what's yeah. a good movie and what's not a good movie. And right. I think viewership might be at an all-time low, not because of the pandemic. I think because, because of the movies. Don't, yeah, they're like, I well, don't I think I think that's a really good point. Really I mean, I point. think that they should really shift the way that they figure out what should be nominated. They should factor in what the audience is actually watching because well, consider you know if it if it's movies that you love then you're gonna tune in to see right. if if your movie was if it was nominated if they're gonna yeah. win. Yeah. Wasn't, yeah. this, wasn't this like sort of sort of the debate when Titanic got nominated for so many things and all of the Hollywood poo-pooed it and were like huh oh, looking down on it but that's the movie everybody watched. Right, yes. and so people were like, it deserved it because everybody knows that film because everybody watched that film. When you nominate for best picture, a bunch of stuff nobody saw. I guess their thinking is maybe you'll go out and see it, but not really. No, that's not going to make and me want to. I think that that used to be the case, Joy. I think that it used to be the Oscars could be this thing that was like these very niche movies, oftentimes. Yeah. But you know, oh my God, I gotta go see that. And now it's nominated for an Oscar. But I feel like now nah, you can watch the trailer and be like, bye. Wow. I got Netflix and Hulu and Amazon Prime. If it's not on those, I'm not going to the picture show to Thank watch you. that. Thank also, and I gotta say, I can say this, Mank, the movie about, I think it's- What is it called, Mank? Mank, um, it's, about, it's, it's with Gary Ullman. It's in black and white. It's about this Hollywood writer produced from like the 1930s or, or, or 40s in Hollywood. It's whack. Nomadland, 
I think it's kind of whack. I gotta be honest. I love wow. Francis McDormand. Yeah, the nice trailer place. looked boring. The trailer looked completely boring. At first I thought it was a documentary. Oh and then God. I realized, oh, Francis McDormand's in that. That's the acted movie. And it's like, it looked dumb. I didn't, that didn't look Wait, dumb. it wasn't Joanne's favorite movie nominated? The one about the hillbilly elegy? Wasn't someone nominated? Don't even try to put that on J that JD Vance bullshit on me. Uh -uh, I'm so mad they made that she thing. Hates that movie. Oh my god! Oh my god! That's the no. film that makes my skin crawl. I'm like, really? You took Hillbilly Elegy and you're like, let's make a movie about the kind yeah. of people that love college in Ohio, where I'm from. I know people like that, by the way. That is a real part of Ohio where I went to college. There, we're surrounded by Appalachia. So you're around all these people who truly are hillbillies. Right, but I mean, that. here's the thing, though, Chris. Have you ever wanted to see an hour and a half movie about? No, that? and I don't want to. I didn't want to see the legendary Glenn Close, who still snatches my edges from Fatal Attraction, in that role. Thank I'm, you. The legendary Glenn Close, honey. I need to see you doing something else besides chain smoking, yes. wearing curly mullet wig. Yes, like with all going on in, in, in so many layers in this country, with so many stories to tell, that's the one that you. That's wanna, the one. That's the one. That's the one you want to lean into. Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. the Five Bloods was a story that you have not heard told in a way you have not seen. And yes, sorry, but Delroy Lindo is a genius actor who acted his ass off. He was elderly oh, Kanye West. That's what Kanye gonna be in 20 years. And I was here for it. I it tell you guys, so I think the only way for the Oscars to really make to make things work moving forward, and I do believe the ratings probably will be an all-time low because they they've been slipping. Yeah. They've been slipping and the, the yeah. Golden Globes were at like a 25-year low, the ratings. Yeah. 25 year old, even though you had Tina Fey and Amy Poehler and everyone's at home, so yes. they're watching, they yes. were at a low because a lot of folks did not watch those movies. Um, right. I think that the Oscars needs to really think about having that popular film category and it needs to be something that the nominees are voted upon by real people. Yes. They need to call us up, partner with popviewers.com, popviewers.com, yes. download us today, and yes. partner with someone like that because these movies, are they're not things that people have seen and I just right. don't think it's working anymore. And also I think too, you made a really good point, Chris, that it's reversed. Like when I was growing up back in the olden days before any of y'all were born, um, <laughs> it used to be that the Oscars, even if you didn't know what the films were, because movies were a mo an experience you go to the theater to do, the, the Oscars, you could watch an Oscars where you didn't know the films and uh, it would then be the thing you begged your mom to let you go and see. That's what I'm like, I'm gonna now ask for the money. I wanna go see that movie because it, the, the trailer looked so good in the Oscars and it inspired you. Now that you have the access to watch whatever you want and you can sit in your house, I'm not gonna be inspired because something I'm nominated by a bunch of people, I don't know who they are, that are like, you know, elites telling me what's good. I can see what's good myself. And like you said, I mean, you you know, where it, it's true. You know, I'm I, I'm not gonna do it. I mean, I, I, I am kind of doing always a commercial for pop yours. It's kind of my side thing, but to, to always do it. But I mean, it's true. It's like, I like to decide, I trust more my friends Yep. And, and my peers and real you guys, people. I text you guys to know what to watch. I don't need yeah. the Academy yeah. to tell me what to watch. And can yeah. I also add to that, Joy, when you talk about access, we, like, so I grew up in the 80s and I remember sitting around waiting for the Oscars or Grammy Awards or AMAs to come on because we had three channels. My family did not have cable. We had the antenna with the color TV that the lines would come in the middle of the TV. <laughs> and you gotta ship that antenna. You gotta ship it. Wow, I used to get tinfoil from the kitchen. I was, Same. you couldn't tell me I wasn't Go-Go Gadget and Inspector Gadget fixing my TV. <laughs> but I wanna say that it was sitting around waiting to get a glimpse of Whitney Houston in, in her gown. Yeah. A glimpse of Sydney Poitier. We yeah. see our stars 
person out every single day. We're yeah, looking better. at them on Instagram. We're looking at their stories. I can tell you what Viola had for breakfast, what yes. Angela had for dinner. I can see what they're thinking about with their Twitter. So it's like sitting around waiting to see them in a gown at the office. It's like, girl, I already saw you yesterday. And by the way, too, you also don't have to watch. So I did not watch the Grammys. All I did was wait for Twitter to put all the pictures of the gowns up. I just wanted to see what people wore, and there was no need for me to waste my time watching it when and, and see all these acts, Hame and all these people. I don't know who the hell they are. All you know, I did was wait for the people to post the pictures of the gowns, and I was done. But Bruno Mars, his performance was, oh my God, did you oh, see it? No. It was so good. spectacular. He just, he should do every Super Bowl performance. And I, I mean, love that Bruno is not oversaturated. Like he was, he was, he went away for a little while. We didn't see him for like a year yeah, and a half. He hasn't done mu new music in years. years. No. But I love when he comes out, it is so thoughtful, oh, like the message behind it. He always talks about the nuance of like what he's trying to present, what period of time. And it was an homage, like this beautiful era of the 70s. You know? Child, yes. It was I'm gonna have to go Google that. You gotta, you gotta Google this performance and the video uh, with this song. I can't And I wanna also mention there were two rappers that I'm not familiar with, but my son's obsessed with, uh, Baby and Lil Baby. Their video, their their performances were so good. The baby, the baby, and Lil Baby. <laughs> if you want to watch something, go back and watch those because they were like, um, Lil Baby had Killer Mike. Um, it was it was about a young person being shot by the police, mm -hmm. but there was like this rally. It was all on the Grammy stage. The Grammys really let these black artists do a lot of messaging around what's happening in the world. Um, the baby had a bunch of white judges behind him in judge, you know. Um, okay, gown. heard about that, yeah. Yeah, it was it was powerful. And I told my son, I was like, oh, all right, Andres, I co-sign your little like, <laughs> the baby and little baby because they they brought messages. I love the way I love the way Andres like rules the TV. Like oh it's the God. reverse of when we were all growing up. The, the, you know, Andres actually is in charge of what's on the TV, which I love. <laughs> oh, he is. He's in charge of the TV. He's in charge I of the dictator. I love he's him. Really, he's really the mind behind pop viewers. Oh, he really is. He really is. And you guys, since you mentioned Jackie, I, I do want to say we're all about people being able to have ownership of what we're doing. So we're opening up a WeFunder for this new round of funding that we're raising. A portion of the funding is wefunder.com slash pop, pop viewers. I won't tell you more, just go check it out. You can invest in the company and get actual equ uh, equity. Because for so long, you know, black folks, we've been not considered accredited investors unless we had a million dollars in the bank and liquidable assets. But now, as of March 15th, that's all changed. So everyday people, all you gotta have is a bank account and you can invest in our company. So that's my little commercial. And if you go on Pop Viewers, you can see my couple of little uh, Pop Viewers videos that I put on there. I'm not gonna tell you, you have to look Because oh! <laughs> I've, I've reacted to some shit. Oh my I God, I, I didn't know that. Uh oh, you don't know. I, I sometimes just I get in a vibe and I just go on there and be like, look. Oh <laughs> you gotta search I'm, for it. So go I'm on and look. Sending our social guy a message right now to scour <laughs> the thousands of videos. I of just did one last week, but I'm not. I, you just have oh, to look. Oh my God. <laughs> I want to do one. I want you to recreate your Annalise Keating one <laughs> when you took the wig off. Oh, I'm gonna do that. Okay, now you just still made me do it. I will never forget that. When she okay, said that video, y'all, I dropped my phone. <laughs> she texted it to me privately, like back in 2014. And I was <laughs> so scared to post it. You, If you have that still, please send it to me. I cannot well, find, I'm find it. I'm gonna find it. it was find the, it and send it to me. Oh it my God. That was my how to get away with murder. That was my Halloween costume, Jackie. I decided to be how to get away with murder. So I took uh -huh. my wig off and I did a <laughs> Yes, I need to see. Yeah. I need to see this. Oh my God. Well, with that, you guys, 
we got to wrap it up. But Chris, thank you as always. It's always such a blast. You are you are family. So are you going to watch the Oscars, y'all? Are you going to watch the Oscars? Just why so no. Probably no. Not. I mean, I'm gonna. You know what? I am gonna. I'm. I'm curious now to see what the red carpet. I, one of the things I have always loved is the Oscars red carpet because I feel like it is the. It's big, not going to be the same. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm afraid a little bit. I don't know. I, I'm conflicted. I'm, I'm conflicted, and I don't have an Andres to tell me what to do. Have Andres text me and tell me whether right. I should. Well, he will actually. I won't. I will not watch in protest of the news that you dropped on here today, and that they are basically forcing people in the midst yeah. of this pandemic and so much uncertainty with the future of it to 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 feel the pressure to show up at this uh, award show. Like Joanne said, I'll just look and see what's going on well, later. You know, and here's the other thing. Too. Yeah. And here's the other thing too, Chris. And here's the problem for the Oscars. I don't have to, I don't feel com like I have to watch it. That's the problem, right? It's not must-see TV because okay. social media will tell me who won. I don't know most of the films. Most of the films I wanted to get nominated didn't get nominated. So it's disappointing. So I'll be, I, I just want to know when the people I like won. So yeah. it's like, I can just find that out. I don't have to sit through a bunch of movies I never watched and J.D. Vance and all that crap before. Yeah. So it's like, they've made it so that I don't have to. You're right. And same You're here. Right. I feel like, I, I feel the exact same. I feel like, you know, you can watch it the next day. You can watch it in real time on social media. People will be tweeting yes. out who won in the moment. So you can even find out before the next day, before you even see the, you know, the visuals of everything, you can just see it right there. So yeah. there is, yeah. there's not that draw to watch, but then coupled with that is this whole pressure that they're putting yeah. on people to have to show up. Yeah. yeah, and I don't mean, let that be a versus song because that's what I'll be doing. <laughs> Ooh, my. I'll be I'll be in uh, you know club quarantine. Exactly. <laughs> exactly that. Well, Chris, thank you always for coming on the show. We appreciate you so much. Thank, thank you. you, cousin Chris. Thank y'all. Bye. Bye. Bye, honey. Joanne, let's wind things up. What are yeah. you going to do for you this weekend? Okay, I'm going to try again to go get my sneakers. I need to go buy sneakers. So, you know, my new thing is trying to be held because our friend Jazz is... Jackrabbit. I need to go to Jackrabbit. So I haven't been able to get out because every weekend, Jackie, now that I have weekends again, all I want to do is sleep. And I, I, it's so hard for me to wrestle my ass out of bed that yeah. it, then the day goes by so fast. So this weekend, I do have I have an event with Don Lemon for those of you who um who are awake and around Saturday at 6.45 p.m. I'm interviewing him for the Montclair uh, Literary Festival for his book. Here's his book. It's called This is the Fire, What I Tell My Friends About Racism. So I'm interviewing Don. It's going to be like a MSNBC, CNN moment. Um, I so I, I have to gear up for that. And I'm getting, I'm going to be doing Tiffany Cross's show at 11 a.m. on Saturday. So please check me out on there. So I'll be awake and have makeup on and I'll be like up and at them. So if I can pull my shit together, I'm going to go get my sneakers. That's my goal for the weekend is get my freaking sneakers so that I can finally, because I have foot pain. Like, you know, when you have the, the heel thing, plantar fasciitis, I have that bad. Yeah. So I need cool. to get my sneaks. That's what I'm supposed to do for me. But other than that, my favorite thing, sleep. What are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do for I, you? I love that. Well, in addition to trying to get some sleep, you know, the weekend is when I really work on Vegan Sexy Cool. Yeah. As far as, you know, just working on a lot of blogs, planning for the week. That's what my Saturday and Sundays are joyfully. But I am teaming up with two women and we are doing a live cooking class at 9 p.m. We're going to be making vegan sushi. They're the two women that got me on that Daniel's Fast that I did at the beginning yeah. of the year. And so we're going to do a live cooking class. Um, if you check out my social media, you can see, you know, the times and where you can watch it, but it'll be on Facebook Live, but it'll be on their Facebook Live. 
I don't think it'll be on mine simultaneously. I don't know, but check it out. But this weekend, I am doing that, which I'm kind of excited about doing because yeah. I've never made sushi before, period. But I, I do love vegan sushi. It really is delicious. What's so it made I can't from? wait to figure it out. Well, you know, there's so many things that you can manipulate to kind of taste like fish, like jackfruit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and, and, and different things. And so there is that. But then a lot of times, you know, you probably had this. You probably had some kind of a California roll that just didn't have any fish in it. Right. Yeah. You know I mean? Absolutely. There are there, there's vegan shrimp, which you have had. Yeah. There, so you can put those in there. So different things that you can put in there. I don't. Oh, so you're I making the whole rolls. The, the, we're we're making the rolls. Yeah. yeah. I got my wasabi. Nice. I got my seaweed rolls. So I'm ready to okay. go. Okay. Well, I, it, for those who, who who aren't in on our our private text messages, my son Miles, the youngest one, who does like me to shout him out on the podcast when I can. Uh, he was he's decided he's a he's become a big time chef. He's always cooking and making great meals and stuff. Oh no, he cooks. He's he's always. By the way, this kid has always been a very good season. I used to trust him, but from the time he was about eleven, I trusted him wow. to season the food. So if I'm like, you know, can you season this food? I I could trust him to season it without supervision. He just is. He has a gift for seasoning. That's things. a gift. It's a gift. It's hard to do. So he's good at that. So he's, you know, he likes to cook. And so he decided he was going to make um, some linguine with shrimp. But he went, but you know, they people don't be asking. People just be taking your stuff. I have my scrimp, which I ordered from Bad Gal Vegan that was in the freezer. And he went and took my scrimp without saying and asking and decided to cook that up in his linguine. So he made it and he's like, and it wasn't, he was halfway through the bowl where he was like, I, I I don't know if this is shrimp. I don't know where y'all got this from, but this is not shrimp. And I and, he, and, and I just let him think it. Then I just told him afterwards that he done cooked up some vegan linguine and shrimp. Did you get shrimp. to taste it? Did you get I to did. taste it? I did. Because I knew what it was. So I, and, and I don't like you know you know I don't like shrimp. I, I shrimp is the only one. But you I like. like this. You like this. I like shrimp. Yeah, I don't like shrimp because just wow. the thought of them, they look like little bugs to me, and they gross me out. So I, so I, t I tried it, and it was quite good. He did an excellent job. It was really, oh, really that's good. good. You're going to become a vegan yet. I love that. We'll see. I, I, I'm, I pescatarian is as far as I can get because the Lord had fish, so I feel like I'm with Jesus. Whatever. It's just, those, those are <laughs> those are they're not true stories in the Bible. They can't <laughs> hug you either. You can't go. You can't get me with the hugging thing. Because I know a fish can't hug my ass. I know that you can't get me. With I that. will send you video of a fish hugging a man. I'm gonna I'm gonna send it to you. Actually hugging a, you will see. I have an octopus hugging someone. I can't an octopus hugging you is called an octopus trying to no, kill you. He lets go. He doesn't have, he's playing. He's no. playing with this preparing man. his meal. That's called preparing his meal. Oh, you're just you're just scaring black people, which is we get so scared about cats and other things unnecessarily. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous the things that we're scared of for no reason. I'm just afraid of cats because they seem mean. They seem like they're plotting on me. Okay. <laughs> I can't with that. Uh, but anyway, check, well, I'll give you details on my cooking class. You can go on my social media and check that out. But please be sure to follow Miss Joanne Reed and check on social media um, at Joanne Reed, because that is her name. And then also check her out on the readout every Monday through Friday at 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. Such a great show. You will feel well informed. If you miss the rest of the news, the rest of the day, you can watch the readout and be all caught up. Oh, and you have to watch very carefully for her when she drops little reads on people. In <laughs> Drop a little, uh, 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 I love it. Just, so just every so often, just for spice. 
And you yes. can, of course, catch, catch Miss Jackie Reed on New York Live. She is the star of that show. New York Live, where they interview Two fabulous stars. celebrities. Oh. There's another lady on there, too. She's lovely. Uh, she does things She's as well. Mom. But Jackie's the main Here's person you want to see. Lovely. And she interviews stars, and they're both on there. And you can catch them <laughs> at 11 a.m. Eastern on WNBC in New York. Or if you're in Boston, you have to wait till 1230 p.m. to watch New York Live. But most importantly, you can catch Jackie Reed on vegansexycool.com and also on Vegan Sexy Cool, the Instagram channel where I go to see cute fashions, to see fabulous meals that look delicious. They make you want to just gobble, gobble, gobble them right up and they're fabulous. And so Jackie will teach you how to be a vegan and also force you to be a vegan because it's what she's doing <laughs> <laughs> to me. <laughs> Only my good friends and family get the forceful Jackie. But, but at least, at least the fact you're right, and the fashions are cute, and the food is actually quite good. Bad Gal Vegan is one of my favorite things, by the way, and I am I am a, I am now a customer of hers, thanks to you. Listen, yeah. when you come back to New York to get your vaccine, there's some places I want you to check out that are that are gonna blow your mind. Yeah, by the New way, when it reopens, even though I refuse to eat indoors, sorry, anywhere, sorry everyone. Oh, it's takeout, it's takeout. Takeout, yeah, there's the place we went that time with all of those ladies, remember we had that, um, we did like a little party. You threw like a little party at all these different- Oh, places. yes. Um, yeah. Catch, catch. Yeah. Down in the awesome. meatpacking district. They have yeah. great, of great separate, it's, it's not a vegan food uh, place. It's a seafood place, but yeah. they have a great vegan menu. Really delicious. Really menu. good. So you, We can do that. I'm looking forward to also being vaxxed, my friends, so that we can actually go out and do nice social distance fun um, yes. once we both are vaxxed, and, and it'll be outdoor dining. <laughs> Listen, one of my favorite moments from last summer during the pandemic was when we met up in Central Park. Yeah. And we both had, we had, it was like four of us, your daughter, your friend. We all had, you know, our separate blankets. Yeah. It was, it was like one of the best memories that I have of the yeah. entire pandemic. It was so lovely. It was like, I so miss fun. seeing people. I miss seeing my friends. Yeah. It's, it's we want to do social things and so our goal for this year is to get back to doing fun social stuff but you know we uh, you know I, I even said it on the air to Dr. Van Gupta it's going to take me a while before I can get in a plane or be in yeah, a dining same. situation I'm not there yet I still have too much anxiety my anxiety level is too high around the pandemic and also as we were talking about at the top of this podcast too many people are refusing to get vaccinated and being funny about um, taking uh, they take too many risks and they think yeah. it's real cute and clever and Mr. you know they're trying to be Mr. Mr. and Mrs. Freedom but you're not going to get me sick you're not killing me mm -mm. no same ditto ditto on that kiddo mm -hmm. all right everybody all right next time see you next time bye, bye.